Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Last time on Astronautica. Our heroes have made it to space. But what made our heroes the people they are today? Well, if you've been wondering that, you're in luck, because you're about to find out. That's right. We got some filler episodes coming up, right here and now, on Astronautica. Chicago a few years back. The camera pans down from the city skyline with the train trestles dominated by a massive tower in the center, this gleaming white obelisk, a monument to wealth and power, and far below spreading out in all directions, the urban blight of Chicago. Well, not all directions. There's also the lake. Kind of ends pretty hard at the lake's edge. Um, But in all other directions, it spreads out as far as the eye can see. We cut to, well, Hazel, what does your home look like? Oh, man. Um, at this point, 
Hazel's probably just living in an abandoned building. Um, if you've ever been to Chicago or a lot of the Midwest industrial cities, you've, you've seen them. They're the, the very warehouse buildings, brick with the small square windows that just tile the upper half. Um, and in like a lot of Midwestern industrial cities, they're, they're run down nowadays. If you get into them, there's all sorts of cubbies and holes and clearly things that were once rooms and just dilapidated buildings. Perfect. Um, And she would have just kind of made a nest there with probably Briar. Um, Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Um, So you're you're currently alone uh, in your home. Probably like heating heating up some some instant ramen on a hot plate, yeah. like connected to like a little battery powered generator. Um, this building is without electricity. Some people have run in wires, uh, like grafted on wires from other buildings in the nearby vicinity, and are stealing power. But the brownouts are fairly common in this area, Makes and sense. you're in the middle of a brownout. It's evening, it's dusk, you know, so it's not, uh, it's, 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 it's not even dusk. It's actually, it's the golden hour. So there's still a fair amount of light. Um, and you're just sitting there in the semi-dark, uh, eating some ramen. Uh, you hear the sound of footsteps approaching. Um, they seem... Hurried. Hurt? Hurried. They hurried. seem hurried. Okay. Yeah. Um, do, they, do they sound familiar? Uh, let's have you roll an infiltration check. An infiltration check. That, that seems like a sort of infiltration knowledge. Infiltration. Ooh. That's eight dice. Nice. That is one success. <laughs> All right. Partial success. Um, I don't have my two light points per round. No, you do not. Okay. You actually have no light points. Yeah, because it's a chapter zero. It's a chapter zero, baby. Cool. There's no light points whatsoever. You hear a set of footsteps and you're like, I'm pretty sure that's that's got to be. That's Briar. Like, Briar is... Hang on, my phone just... Briar is... Well, it's kind of hard to tell if he's someone who is super clumsy and then surprisingly sneaky, or if he is someone who is sneaky and surprisingly clumsy. Like, he's just not... Like, he's a good thief. Like, he's not a bad thief. But he also is just really sort of excitable. He lets his guard down way too fast. Um, and you hear his footsteps and you go, <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, that's Briar. Um, you hear the door open in the hallway and then the door closes. And Briar sticks his head around the corner and goes, hey, uh, Got a minute? Yeah, what's up? Briar 
uh, goes back into the sort of old ex living room area, and then after a moment, sticks his hand back through through the doorway and like beckons you in. Okay, um, I will. I will with big, big old just like thing of noodles in my face, just get up and walk over. <laughs> You do so. Obviously still bringing my noodles. Yeah, you walk into the next room, uh, noodles, slurp, like noodles in mouth. Um, It's just like a big, like, you know, you've got, it's that big mouthful you get where it's just kind of hanging down into the bowl. Yeah. You round the corner and you see Briar excited, looking good. Everything's great. And there's a man standing there in a nice, clean, crisp suit. Uh, He's got graying hair at the temples. His hair's sort of slicked back. And he is uh, scoping the room with that sort of, like, it's not even disdain. It's just curiosity. Yeah. Where he's like, huh, So this is how they live. And he turns and says, So, you must be the famous Hazel I've heard so much about. Can't be good if you've heard about me. (laughs) Through through noodles. Yeah, through noodles. (laughs) He holds out a perfectly manicured hand. Uh, I I should go to shake his hand. I've got kind of noodle broth on it. You know, (laughs) cup noodles and all. Yeah. You shake his hand and he um, he shakes it and then looks at his hand, (laughs) reaches into his pocket and pulls out a handkerchief and like wipes the broth off his hand. Uh, I take a big scoop of noodles to hide my very delighted grin at this. (laughs) You do so. He uh, balls up the trash can in his hand and then sort of looks around for a trash can and there isn't one. And then after a moment, he just slowly closes his hand around the handkerchief and sighs. <laughs> um, and he says, so I've been chatting with your friend Briar a little bit. Uh, we met under some specific circumstances that we don't need to go into now. But needless to say, I believe I have need of the use of your services. Which ones would those be? Oh, how do you put this? Uh, retrieval of an item. Okay. It's nothing too big, though it is quite valuable to me. Not so much in terms of money, uh, more in terms of emotional sentiment. It's an old family heirloom that left the family a little bit ago, and I'd really like it back. Because of that, I'm willing to pay you quite well if you can retrieve it. Okay. Where is it? Well, it's in the spire. Hmm. I mean, I can get into the spire. It's not easy. Has Hazel gotten into the spire at this point? Yeah. Okay. He nods and says, yes, well, that's the thing. I need someone who's able to get into the spire, retrieve the item, and then get out again, all without being seen. 
without being seen at all by anybody, or just not detected. Because those are two very different things. Well, once inside the spire, I'd say that being seen and being detected are <laughs> very much the same thing, wouldn't you? I mean, there's cameras everywhere. So you'll have to be a little extra cautious. So is a house, a place, a... It's a townhouse on the 300th floor. Okay. If you take this on, I'll give you the address and the item in question. And once you've retrieved it, you'll have your payment. Simple as that. What is that payment? How does 5,000 credits sound? Sounds about normal for Spire jobs. Is that a yes? Yeah, we'll do it. Briar in the background just goes, yes! See, I told you, I told you. You can always depend on Hazel. She's great. She's the best. She's the best infiltrator in the whole city. And the man smiles and says, well, I can't wait to see the results then. I, I'm giving Briar the just like the most frustrated look. The man clears his throat and says, All right, then. If we're in agreement on this, he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a small envelope, sets it down on the desk. The location and the item are in here. Okay. Bring it to me and you'll have your pay. Do you have a deadline? Sunrise. Okay. Should be doable. Excellent. I can't wait to see the results. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a little bit of business I need to take care of, but I'll be seeing you soon. He walks out the door, and as he does, he just uh, sets his handkerchief down, like on an old bookcase top, yeah. and yeah. just leaves it. Yeah. <laughs> and walks out. And does not close the door behind him. Of course not. What do you do? Oh, I turn to Briar and I just like throw my now empty cup of noodles at him. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have Briar roll for uh, a Dan agility check to see if he dodges it. No. All right, it hits him <laughs> in the face. You can't go just telling like, people. Ow! Like, dude, we're not good thieves. People know who we are. It, it's not like that. We. Okay. Do you even know who this is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's I've I I did a I did a job for him like a couple like a couple weeks ago. Okay. Just a little thing. He needed me to you know, slip an envelope into somebody's pocket. You know? What was in the envelope? I don't know. It was sealed. I didn't open it. Just it look wasn't of, like shock and hurt. You didn't even it wasn't, check. Well, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like there was like a, you know, it was just an envelope. It's not like there was something in it, you know? There's probably some, I don't know, like a letter or some, you know, something like that. Yeah. Till they find out now. Yeah. All right. But, you know, he paid. I mean, that's, that's good. We know it pays. This is a, this is a good one. 5,000? Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah, man, I knew you'd be down for it. I knew you'd be down for it, Hayes. Oh my God, so excited. You and me, we're gonna rob the Spire. Ugh. Let's do it. Let's find out what we're doing. I'm gonna open the envelope, see what we're stealing. 
you do so. Um, inside is an address on the 300th floor. Uh, it is indeed an apartment. Um, how well you roll on this will determine what information you could find out about the address. That is two successes. Two successes, a partial success. It's in a nice area. Um, it's in a good area. Uh, it's it's a neighborhood in the spire that's usually like rich business people. Okay. Um. So, you know, pretty solid. Um, security might be, you know, everybody's got home security in the rich places. Yeah. So that's something you're gonna have to work around. But it seems very legitimate. And you pull out the second sheet of paper. It's a, a photograph okay. of a necklace. It's an emerald set with diamonds around it on a gold chain. It seems nice, but not, not incredibly... Like, you've seen more ostentatious jewelry before. So it looks like the difference between the family heirloom that's there for the sentimental values versus the family heirloom that's there because it's going to buy you a mansion one day. Exactly. Like, it's nice, you know, and it is gold and diamonds and, well, you know, an emerald. But it's not, uh, it's not ostentatious. It's not the hope diamond, yeah. you know? This isn't like, it's not, it's not the, uh, not the necklace from the Titanic. So... And in, uh, on the bottom, in very neat, clean, almost like architect's handwriting, that sort of very precise, machined handwriting, it says, check the desk. Check the desk. Okay. Are there any preparations you'd like to make before heading out? Um, I would make sure that I have my standard toolkit of like thieves tools the, the you know astronautica equivalent of D&D thieves tools <laughs> um, things yeah. like you know like lockpicks crowbars um, make sure we've got gloves um, make sure we, we switch into like our, our soft soled shoes that kind of stuff um, just trying to be light and that kind of thing we've gotten into the spire before um, so I probably would do anything that we've done to mimic putting on clothes that would make us look like we are workers there. Um, not, not anyone that would live there, because that stands out. Um, but just, you know, like kitchen staff, busboy, that kind of thing. Perfect. Um, I'm going to roll on the, the... This is my, my first... I actually purchased a, a metal uh, D20 for the Be Nice Dice. Ooh! Um, so it's like, it's purple, it's gorgeous. Um, I'm gonna roll on this to see how good your disguise is. It is, um, you have a couple, uh, like, workers' uh, jumpsuits. Yeah. That sort of, like, blue-gray, sort of grease-stained maintenance jumpsuit. Yeah. Um, that you can slip into, and you have a bag that also has maintenance on it. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> and Briar has, uh... 
actually has like a high vis vest. Fuck yeah. Like a high vis yellow vest <laughs> with those like shiny reflectors <laughs> and a clipboard. Oh god. This, um, this boy. Um and uh and a hard hat. <laughs> Amazing. I fucking love it. Um and he 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 suits up and he goes all right, you ready to do this? Yeah, as right as ever. Hell yeah. Let's go. Let's go. You ride the train in. As the sun sets, you have that growing sense of excitement, anticipation, stress that comes at the beginning of any job. It's that, that little, the tightening of the stomach, the nerves. You get off the train, and not too far away from you, you can see the massive behemoth uh, building, the 10-block building that is the Spire. How do you want to get into it? So, this is an interesting point, because I, I don't really know how she's gotten I I would probably get in the same way I've always gotten in, which my experience with the security of the spire is actually honestly just generally trying to get in through the front door through like with a maintenance order. Just like I'm I'm here new for maintenance. Perfect. Yeah, you have a forged maintenance order. Um and you walk in through the front door. Uh there's a sort of pudgy fella sitting at the front desk um, and as you as you walk in uh, he looks you up and down and nods to you um, and uh, the camera drones sort of swing down and uh, scan you quickly and then pop away um, Briar holds up the work order to the drone and the drone like scans it and then pings and you find yourself yet again in the crisp cool air of the spire uh, even now at night it's bustling, it's hustling there's lots of blightborn people down here uh, shopping and eating and having a good time uh, you know, it's the place to be on a Friday night. Yeah, it's, makes sense. Yeah, you know? Um, and off to the left, as you know, there is an employees-only sort of maintenance hallway um, that you've used before to get up into the uh, the true spire. Not just the shopping mall. Yeah, that makes sense. So we'll head, we'll head that way. You do so. You walk over, and there is a uh, there's a fella sitting there at the desk, uh, and he stops, holds up his hand, and says, "You're for maintenance work." Yeah, work order three hundredth floor. Oh, yeah. I hear they've been having uh, some issues recently. So, it's glad we're getting that right? fixed. It's always something. I swear to God. 
Spire's gonna be a beautiful place once they finish it, am I right? Yeah, once they finish it. Do you think that'll ever happen? No. You know it won't. <laughs> he, uh, takes a bite of his donut, takes a sip of his coffee, barely glances at the order. Like, just, <laughs> just, like, he, he basically looks to see that there's something printed on the page. <laughs> Doesn't really look beyond that. Yeah. Waves you on. Uh, you walk down the hallway to your right's a bathroom. Straight ahead is the end of the elevator. And there's another guard standing there, and he just waves you right in. The light turns green. The elevator doors open. And just like that, easy peasy. Boom. You're in. We got this. You ride the elevator up and up and up. Like it just keeps going. Is there anyone else on the elevator with us? Yes, as you're as you're going up, uh, the doors are opening. People are coming in. Um, mostly, though, the service elevator. Not too many people are going up at this time. A lot of people are going down. Um, there's some other. There's a couple maintenance people that nod at you. There's uh, some food workers. Uh, couple people who look like they might be tutors or nannies. Um, but it's all... Uh, no one pays you any mind. Cool. Everyone's living their own life. Cool, you know? Cool. Just, yeah. just trying, trying to make to sure survive. no one notices Briar, who is probably just gaping in the corner. <laughs> Briar... I mean, the thing is that Briar, Briar's got his, like, he's got his high-vis, he's got his, his hat and his clipboard... Nobody looks at him at all. Amazing. Perfect. He just, yeah, he's so, he's so visible, he's invisible. And that's sort of the great thing about Briar, is that he always picks what seems to be the worst option. And yet somehow, he's still, he's, he's, he gets away with it. Yeah, magic kid, man. Yeah, magic kid. It's honestly the reason that you've kept him around <laughs> because as nice as he is, he would absolutely 100% be a problem oh, if it 100%. weren't for that little magic touch he has. What, you mean just bringing random businessmen into our into our house and telling them that we're, exactly. we're thieves? Yeah, totally cool. Exactly. Yeah. He's a moron, but he's a talented <laughs> moron. Oh, but I love him. Yep. The elevator reaches the 300th floor. The doors open. And you find yourself in a very surreal situation. You're on a city street. You've never been up this high before. You've never been in the, the upper hundreds. It feels weird. There are projections in the sky, overhead, the ceiling, of stars and clouds and the moon. And there are individual, discrete, smaller buildings inside this building. Um, it takes you a moment to find your bearings. You figure out the sort of housing complex's situation. And you head along down the street 
to a very nice, new-looking apartment building. It's got that sort of style where all of the, you know, it's like there are... Um, oh, my God, what the hell do you call them? Um, like, it has balconies, and it's that sort of slate gray blue thing. Um, it's very clean and pristine, and uh, it looks like it's, like, they just finished construction on it, like, a month ago. Like, right. it's so new. Um, and this is, this is your spot. This is your location. This is, this is where we're supposed to be headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this apartment building, it is uh, four... Uh, four stories high. Okay. Um, it's not particularly tall. Um, from the outside, it looks like there's some sort of rooftop garden. Okay. Um, there are fire escapes. There are, uh, there's the main entryway. And there's a little, there's a couple of alleys on either side of it. Okay. Um, how would you like to enter? Um... Is it like a townhouse style apartments? So it's yeah, one building it's, all the way up and down? Yeah, it's one building all the way up and down. Um, and and it's what, around dinner time? Yeah, it's I it's about seven o'clock thereabouts. Okay. Um what do I know about how um like electrical like reporting would be right in hypothetical futuristic high-end security systems there are the warning situations right like when my internet at my work cuts out and my IT department automatically knows so they call me and tell me hey your internet's acting up we sent a maintenance person out to fix it do I know how that kind of stuff would work or how much of that would I um okay I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a be nice dice roll. I can give you my like my kind of idea here. Yeah. Because they've the guy downstairs mentioned that the three hundredth floor was having some issues. Yes, he did. So my my like my point of entry here is going to be try to use that of like, hey, we were told that your house was one we're supposed to check for X Y Z. Let me go through and check floor by floor to see what kind of stuff we need to look out for kind of doohickey. Yeah. Um, it is... Uh, so I, I rolled a, a, a 20 on the Be Nice Dice. Oh. So... <laughs> yeah. So you know. You understand the system. Uh, even though you don't really understand the mechanics of it, you know it exists. And you know that there are companies that take care of everything. Uh, a lot of the time, these houses are owned by a company that handles everything. Like, you know, and it's like sort of a company per floor sort of dealio. Yeah. And they'll take care of your, like, your your heating, your cooling, your electric, your internet, your gas, all of it. And... Yeah, they frequently will send, you know, give a call, send ma maintenance people out. So, 
cool. It I'm is. Just, yeah. I'm just going to walk up and say, hey, they've been having some kind of like, uh, I'll run it by with Briar. Hey, we're just going to like, there's been some weird, like, you know, HVAC gas things. And we're just supposed to check to make sure everything's wor- working properly floor to floor. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a good way to go. Cool. Because that'll get us, that'll get us in. And uh, hopefully they don't just, you know, follow us around. Great. Sounds good. Uh, you walk in to the lobby and there's, there's a, there's a fellow sitting there at the front desk. He looks very clean, very neat, uh, very well-dressed in that sort of doorman sort of way. Yeah. And he says, hi, how can I help you this evening? We, we were sent by to just, you know, do some maintenance. There's been some weird gas HVAC stuff. We're just here to check out, make sure everything's good for you guys. Roll a manipulation roll with yeah. plus two. Plus two. Where is manipulation? Down there. It's not too shabby. Nice, Dave. That is three successes. Hey, all right. He rifles through. He's like clicking on his computer and like checking the phone. He says, well, we didn't receive an order. Uh, Fucking did it again. But, uh, well, I mean, I know, you know, there've, there've been issues. Uh, You know, I I certainly don't want to get in the way, especially if it's a, you said it was a gas issue. They're, they're not entirely sure if it's like, gas leak or just something funky with the you know how they have to temperature control everything and the the spire especially this high up they got to make sure that your pressures are all right so just got to make sure everything's looking good with that sure want anyone to get like lightheaded or sick or anything yeah absolutely that sounds yeah well um of course of course yeah do what you gotta do um the maintenance system is on uh, each floor, sort of at the end. You'll find uh, the maintenance closet. Uh, you should have the access code. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Great. Sure. Uh, go go right on up. He presses a button, uh, and an elevator door opens up out of the wall, basically. Okay. And he says, go on in. And then I'm just going to turn to Briar. They gave you the access code for this floor, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I've got it right here. And he gestures at his clipboard. Cool. <laughs> um, and then we'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll go. Uh, this, you said this was a four-story or a three-story? It's four-story. Four okay, we'll start at the top and we'll work our way down. Uh, you do so. You get in the elevator and you ride it up to the top. It actually opens up into the rooftop garden. Okay. Um, it's lovely. It's nice. It's, uh, there are some chairs, uh, like Adirondack chairs, a couple proper recliners. Uh, there's, um, there's actually a person up there who's just watering the plants and doing general cleaning care. And she looks up and nods at you. Kind of gave her a little uh, wave. Yeah. She just 
keeps on going about her business. She does not pay you any attention whatsoever. Um, I'm just going to kind of do a sweep and make sure there's nothing up here. We're just going to go floor by floor until we get to the third floor. Um, I want to kind of just act like we're doing our job. All right. Like, so we're, we're going to walk around with, like, a clipboard, and I'll pull some sort of box-looking thing that looks like a sensor out of my bag to just pretend. Okay. All right. Yeah, you pull out... Yeah, you pull out this little this little thing. Uh, it's got a uh, sort of a, a, a white bulb at one end, and uh, it's handheld gray. Uh, sort of looks like the, the white bulb kind of looks like half a ping pong ball, roughly. Yeah. Um, and you just start <laughs> waving it around. Yep. Um, you go down to the fourth floor. Uh, as you as you walk down, um, you see a, a door. Uh, you see a door open, and a um, a young man steps out, uh, maybe early twenties, and uh, he uh, closes his his door behind him, and walks past you, talking on his phone, talking on his phone, and he just brushes right past you, doesn't yeah. Doesn't pay any mind whatsoever. Um, you find the maintenance closet, um, and uh, it is locked. There is a keypad. Cool. Um, uh, does... I'm going to turn do you actually have the passcode for this one? Of course I don't. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess we're going to, we're going to give it a shot. Um, we've done this before. Like we've, we've been in the spire before. So I'm going to see if we can't just figure it out based on, you know, having broken into people's places before. Cool. So if I remember correctly, your talent allows you to roll infiltration to get through doors and shipping containers. Uh, Rule infiltration instead of tech to open locks. Correct. Okay. At, G- so at GM's discretion. This counts as GM's discretion. Cool. Okay. Two successes. Two successes. All right. You manage to break the lock. Um, but as you do, you manage to like pick the lock open. As you do, an alarm starts going off. Uh, I'm just gonna look at Briar and give him the one of the like the go with it looks, and said, "You said you knew what the fucking code was." <laughs> he <laughs> he says, "Uh, look, all right, this is what this is what Bob told me the code was. If Bob doesn't understand, I can't do anything about that. Uh, now can I? God, how do we how do we shut? If we don't have the code to turn it off, to open it, we don't have the code to turn off the alarm." Uh, let me try something. Uh, he's gonna, he's gonna roll for, uh, he's gonna roll for tech to see if he can stop the alarm. Yeah. He does. Hey, good job. <laughs> After a moment, he just sort of presses a couple buttons 
and enters in a code and uh, it shuts off. He goes, huh. Did, did the butler yeah. come up here? Uh, no. Okay. Um, well, I guess we're going to have to go try to figure out what that code is. Um, I'm going to have Briar stay here and try to... Briar, so you stay here. Try to try to see if you can remember what the code is, and I guess I'll just go ask the butler and tell him that Bob gave us the wrong code. Briar goes, okay, sure, yeah, just, you know, be quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you try to get this open, and I'll just, I'll, I'll go down, and I'll go to the service elevator, and I'll go back down to the butler, and, hey man, I didn't catch your name. Oh, it's Darren. Darren. Yeah. Um, so it seems our supervisor Bob got the wrong code. Do you remember what the access code is for this one? Oh, uh, let me, let me look it up. Thank he you. starts tapping away. Yeah, it's, uh, honestly, <laughs> it's one, two, three, four. Awesome. Of course it is. He gave us four, three, two, one. Why didn't we just reverse it? Thanks, man. You got it. Um, and I'll pop back upstairs. <laughs> you do so. You come there to see Briar uh, locked in conversation with uh, an an older woman. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> who's as as you approach, he is like scribbling furiously on his clipboard, and she's going. And it's too hot in the afternoon, and and uh, too cold at night, and the water temperature is just simply inconsistent. I, 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 we pay far too much to your company to have any sort of issues whatsoever. And what's your name again, young man? And he goes, uh, it's Bob. And she goes, well, Robert. I think that, you know, people should take pride in the work that they do, don't you? And he starts <laughs> nodding, and his eyes flick to you with this desperate look of help. Uh, I giggle a little bit, like, the silent, just, like, kind of enjoying watching this. And then I walk up, and I'm like, yes, yes, you're correct, ma'am. We, we, we're here, we're, we're working on something with the HVAC. We're gonna, we'll relay your concerns to our supervisor. We'll, we'll be back very, very quickly to make sure that all this gets fixed. Well, see that you do. And if we can fix any of it today, we will do our very best. Oh, that would be lovely. And she toddles away. Amazing. Briar rubs his eyes. Did you, did you take good notes, man? He shows, he, show, he shows you the clipboard. It just says the word help written over and over and over again. Hey, Bob, you going to run those up to our supervisor, Bob? Uh, yeah, I look. All right. I panicked. OK. <laughs> oh, we got this, man. We got this uh, here. It's just one, two, three, four. I punch in the code. Are you fucking shitting me? One, no. two, three, four. Don't. Oh my god. <sighs> Gotta love Richards. Let's go. <sighs> All right, you've entered the maintenance corridor. 
This runs along the back area of the apartments. Um, it is it actually really large. There is a massive boiler and sort of like heating, cooling system. There are water pumps. This thing is like big. Yeah. Um, and you're inside. Um, cool. First, I'm going to, I guess, check the boiler to make sure everything looks fine for Granny. Anything weird it, with it? Yeah, it's actually, it's turned up a little too, uh, the, its parameters are set a little too far outside of the norm. I'll, I'll, I'll fix it for her. I told her <laughs> I would. All right. Um, I'm going to have you roll a technology roll, please. Sure. Ooh, look at those three dice. Hey, that's actually two successes. Really? <laughs> yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> it's two you... sixes and a five. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you say <laughs> you set you set the boiler parameters. Uh and you you set her her temperatures properly. Um and as you finish it, you actually uh accidentally snap the dial off. Oh no. So it's set to the, like, optimal temperatures, but it can no longer be adjusted whatsoever. Well, let's hope she likes it. <laughs> um, I just stick it in my bag. Yeah, you take the dial with you. This, this, uh, this is the bag of infiltration. This is all of the weird things that you can <laughs> use to get through whatever you can think of. Absolutely. So yeah, you've fixed you've fixed Granny's uh, apartment Hell heating, yeah. um, and uh, you're now yeah you're in this back corridor. Okay, um, and I'm gonna so this is on four, floor four. Correct. Cool. Um, if I walk all the way down the corridor, does it lead down another floor? Yes, there are okay. a set of stairs down. Cool. Uh, I'm going to walk along the corridor slowly to, if anyone is paying attention to my footsteps, make it look like I am doing things. And then I'm going to walk back down to the stairs and I'm going to go to the third floor. Okay. You do so. Um, you make your footsteps sound busy in that weird slow way where yeah. you just, yeah. And you head down the stairs. Um, as you go down the stairs, Briar takes off his hard hat um, and wipes back his hair. And he turns to you and he says, "So, what's the what's the plan now? Where do we go from here?" Well, we're gonna see if we can get into the office and do our thing, and then we're just gonna continue to do our maintenance check and then we're gonna leave okay it's this is this is we're gonna do this as routine as possible right because if we can get what we're looking for and find nothing for our maintenance check and then just leave we can tell Darren the very nice butler that we tried to fix the heating and cooling for granny he didn't catch her name did you oh no Okay. No, I was too busy screaming inside. That's that's understandable. Understandable entirely. Uh we'll just we'll just tell him that we tried to fix that for her and uh we'll be on our way. Be super easy. Okay. Easy peasy. Alright. 
you head down to the third floor. Um, the third floor looks very much like the fourth floor in terms of the machinery and equipment. Um, and there are uh, ducts running along the ceiling, uh, like heating and cooling ducts. There are, um, you know, there's water heaters and uh, heating, cooling, all the standard stuff that you would find in an apartment building. Cool. Um, and then is this, I guess I should ask again, is this like an apartment building like with different units or is it all just one family? It's not all one family. There okay. are separate units. Like it's probably a duplex. Like yeah. it's probably condo style where you own a, like a, a, a vertical slice of the building. Yeah. And you have multiple floors going up and down. Cool, 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 cool. So uh, you get the right unit and you have access to all the floors. Yeah. Do we know what uh, unit the our, our target is in? Yes, it's unit three. Okay. Um, can we tell those, can we see which units are which from the service hallway? Like, is there an indication for us to check specific units or do we have to... Um, do you mean like on the machinery or... It, like... Is there a way for me to get from the service hallway into someone's unit? There are service... There is a service door. Okay. Um, into each it, unit or just in onto the floor? Onto the floor. Okay. Um, so I'm going to, once again, make myself sound busy, check the stuff, and then... Um, you do so. I'm going to... We're going to leave because this is the third floor now. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try to find unit three. So we'll go out onto the floor, or out of the service hallway. You do so. And find uh, unit three. You got it. You enter into floor three, and there are, yeah, there are several doors, um, one of which is marked with the number three. Uh, I'm, we'll, we'll knock. There's a pause, and after a moment through the door, you hear uh, a young woman's voice going, I'll get it. And the door opens to reveal a young woman, she's probably about your age, um, with a clean strawberry blonde bob. And she, her eyes sort of just like flick you up and down. She like looks at Briar and looks at you and she says, can I help you? Yeah, we're here checking out um, just some some air conditioning stuff, and we just the the service thing said we should check out your unit. I see. And you can't do that through the service. Yeah, hallway? it needed us to do an actual sweep of the house for the pressure stuff. <laughs> Roll for manipulation. <laughs> mm-hmm. The pressure stuff. The min, yeah, the pressure stuff. Isn't that what you 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 search for? Oh, <laughs> uh, one success. Um, one success. I'll push that. Push it. Uh, it's two successes now. All right. She gives you a look, like a really piercing look, and then she says. 
All right, come on in. And cool. uh, she uh, she she walks back into the house, cool. into the apartment. Um, in the apartment, you can see you're on the third floor. Um, it's a hallway. It's a hallway down. You can see a spiral staircase going up and down in either, you know, in either direction. At the end of the hallway, sort of a black metal uh, spiral staircase, and there are there are rooms on either side of you. There are four, um, and the staircase going up and down. Um, I'll I'll try to to kind of clock a couple of things. Are any of the doors open into those rooms? Uh, one of them is open. Um, and uh, you actually see uh, the, the, young, the young woman go sort of back into it. It looks like inside it's a bedroom. Okay. Um, there are uh, a couple, that's the only one that's open. The rest of them are uh, closed. Okay, well, that answers the second question, which was, which one does the young woman go into? Yeah, um, she goes She goes into uh, the second one on the right. Um, well, I'm, I'm just gonna, I guess, kind of do a polite knock on all the, clo- like, on, like, each closed door in turn and try to just go do my little sweep with my weird little beepy device. You do so. A ping pong device. Uh, you, uh, you go from room to room. Do you go in the the young woman's room as well? Uh, no. I actually just, I just kind of like wave and stick the little thing inside of it and say, like, "We're good." Just kind of. Yep. Yeah. Um, you go into uh, each one and. Um, there's no one inside. You can actually hear downstairs. It sounds like there's some sort of dinner party going on. Okay. There are a few voices. There's some laughter. There's light music. You can hear the clink of tableware and glassware. Um, and the the door across from hers, the other two look to be guest bedrooms. Okay. Um, the door across from hers is an office. Um, it's pretty big. Uh, there's a large mahogany table at one end with a sort of leather top, you know, that those like toppers that desks have. Yeah. Um, and there's an old style lamp um, that you might find in a law school with the green lampshade and the, the yeah. golden base. And uh, dark mahogany bookshelves that are lined... Uh, with books and trinkets and curios. Um, There's a painting on the wall of a uh, ship at ocean. Looks to be sort of a a stormy sea. There's a ship, vaguely nautical-themed stuff. You know, like dad hobbies type stuff. (laughs) It's like he got really into ships. There's also a model ship and a bottle. Amazing. Um, Yeah, very, very much like nautical themed. Um, And the desk has a 
a tablet computer at it. It's one of those, it's essentially uh, mostly a clear screen, large, you know, it's about uh, 50 inches across uh, that is tactile touch and there's a, a mouse and keyboard um, wireless sitting okay. on the desk. It's a pretty clean, clear desk. Okay. Um, I'm going to kind of turn to, to Briar and say, all right, to divide and conquer, look for, you know, the usual hidey holes and I'll check the desk. You got it. Um, all right. And I'm going to do so. You go over to the desk and um, you start uh, opening the drawers one by one. At first, uh, you find a, um, the first one just has a couple papers. One of them has a book, like an actual paper book um, that is Sun Tzu's The Art of War. <laughs> um, of course. <laughs> because of course, uh, and uh, one of them is a a, a, f the, a larger file uh, cabinet uh, that has various printed file uh, information. It, not a ton in there. It looks like there's some basic stuff in there. Some health records, dental records. This is obviously cool. a home office. Yeah. Um, the other side. Uh, has a, a, you know, like a device charger. Um, it's got one that has like some candy in it. And uh, the final one is empty. 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 Can I, can I look at it a little bit closer and see if it looks like it has any like secret compartments or It does indeed. Uh, you, you reach in um, and sort of feel this little notch and you press in and you click and another drawer slides out from the sort of the dividing wood slides out and inside there is a uh, jewelry box and there's a handgun okay. okay well so far so good things have been going pretty smoothly for our two friends but are they going to be able to get the necklace and get out undetected? What's the significance of the necklace anyway? And is Briar as big an idiot as I think he is? We'll find out next time on Astronautica.
Hey everybody, Matt here, your friendly neighborhood GM. I just wanted to take a moment and thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. Uh, We have a ton of fun making it, and I hope you have as much fun listening to it, because it's great. Um, If you like our show and want to support us, please check us out on Patreon, where for as little as $1, you can help us keep this going. Also, I just wanted to take a moment to thank my wonderful players, Ian Mutiner, Benjamin Timothy Jenkins and Lauren Alice Dinney. Uh, they are wonderful and they ruin all my plans and I literally could not do this without them. So I am eternally grateful. I also wanted to take a moment to thank Sherstie Jorgensen who designed our awesome, awesome logo and also to thank Harrison Campion who is my musical partner in crime. Anytime you hear a sick bass lick That's Harrison. He's pretty great. Uh, And he's far more talented than I am. So I'm happy to have him around. Uh, I also want to take a moment just to thank my wife, Angie Feek, for uh, all of her love and support and for her continued input in the story. Uh, She's already made it so much better and I'm super grateful. And finally, uh, thank you to EJ Schumacher and Lauren Pratt, our first two ever Patreon uh, supporters. We're so grateful. Um, Seriously, there's a lot of cool stuff. Get in on that. There's unedited shows where you can see how much we don't know what we're doing. You get all of the music from the shows. So if you just want to like listen to some sci-fi ambient stuff, there will be one shots that we run and it might not be me. It could be Ian or Ben or Lauren, any of us doing this. So there's a lot of really great content for you to check out. Go over to our Patreon, check it out. And finally, thank you all so much for listening. You guys are great. Stick around. There's a lot of fun stuff coming up. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.